0: And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global.com forward slash advantage. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, episode 36. And today we're talking about how your success lies in understanding the big picture. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Samantha Riley and I work with thought leaders and experts to help them double their income, their freedom and their impact to create a business and a life they love. From my business background of 25 years, I've learned there are three key areas to growing a successful business, your mindset, your talents and the people you surround yourself with. Here in the Business Lab, we'll interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they have used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I'm very excited to be bringing you another bonus episode of the podcast today. Now, we're going to be talking to Kate Burr. Kate helps entrepreneurs, speakers, and presenters to be funny on purpose so they can increase their fees and get booked for more gigs by using humor to entertain, engage, and influence their audiences. And Kate is an absolute a genius at what she does. So if you haven't Connected with Kate, I thoroughly recommend reaching out to her, um, on, in her Facebook group, which I'm pretty sure she mentions in this episode and, uh, being in her world because she's got so much knowledge and she's very good at what she does. Now, Kate is one of my clients and joined me in Business Success Academy, uh, on the very first round a couple of years ago. And this year she became one of our Black Diamond Inner Circle members. She's going to talk today about how she has been frustrated trying to build her business and the the moments of just not being able to get things happening, even though she was working with other mentors. And she's going to talk about that moment of clarity when she realized why and what she needed to do to be able to turn her business around. So this is definitely an episode to listen into. So without further ado, I'll introduce to you Kate Burr. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Kate. I am so excited to have you joining me here today. We're going to as usual, I'm sure, create a bit of a ruckus and have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a given, isn't it, Sam? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Love your energy. I'm so excited to share your story today because I know that how you've grown your business and the journey that you've been on in the last, or oh, I would say, probably 12 months because we've worked together a little while now, I want to share because I know that it can inspire so many people that might be feeling a little bit deflated or thinking that, you know, I haven't got what it takes, or I thought I could do this and it's not quite happening. And so I'm really excited to chat with you and share your story. That sounds great. Let's
1: get into it. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's
0: do it. Before we jump into it, Kate, I'd love you to share what it is that you do and the kinds of people that you work with.
1: Yeah, cool. So I am actually a humour coach. I have a background in stand up comedian, as a stand up comedian, and now I help people be funny on purpose. So I work with uh, speakers, presenters, leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs, anyone who speaks to an audience, and I help them wrap humour around their message so that it's more engaging and entertaining for them. Now, let me just
0: add in here that Kate is an absolute genius. I have worked with her, and her understanding of how to engage an audience is off the charts. I've never actually worked with anyone else that's got such an understanding of how to work an audience. So at the end, I know Kate's going to share where you can find her and how you can stay in contact. But I'm going to say straight
1: up, make sure you do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is that um, comedians, because I've got the background in stand-up comedy, comedians have to engage their audience just to do their job because you're walking out to a room full of drunk people, there in the dark. They're more than happy to yell out anything that they think they're and give you feedback on the spot. So if you're not engaging with them straight away, then it's just impossible to do your job. So comedians are masters of engagement and, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And so I just want to say this as well. When I teach people how to use humour in their business, in a business sense, the benefit of humour is not for laughter, it's actually for engagement. So just keep that in mind. We're not wanting to get everyone laughing, we're wanting to get everyone engaged with our humour. I'm so glad that
0: you mentioned that because I know the first time I worked with you, I was like, hang on a minute. I'm a business coach. I actually want people to take me seriously. <laughs> so, And that's why I think you're such a genius because what you did was have them, you, you positioned what I was talking about in such a way that people were engaging, but it's almost like they had more, like they were more invested in what I was talking about, which was not what I was expecting. I've got to say the first time. But, you know, you delivered in spades.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And what's that um, saying by Maya Angelou, that people will forget what you... They'll forget what uh, they say, but but they'll remember the way that you make them feel, something like that. And humour makes people feel good. So if you want to get people to feel good and remember that you've made them feel good and then every time that you ring them or speak to them, you make them feel good again, it's sort of like this addictive quality and people just go, give me more of that.
0: <laughs> that must be why we're such good friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> Always feel great when you're around. Yeah. So, like I said, you've been working with me for a little while. You were in our very first round of Business Success Academy. You actually did the beta version, the very first. Oh, yeah, right. I, I did it. <laughs> Can you tell me... What was going on that made you make the decision at that time to do the course because you'd actually been working with mentors for quite a few years, so can you oh. what was
1: it that sort of made you go actually yeah i need to I need to do this I was the mentor and online course junkie, so i had i had, like <laughs> anything that was released in the last five years, come and see me I've probably got to login for it. <laughs> <laughs> True, I may not have finished most of them, but I have, like, I have a pretty good understanding of a lot of things. I was following everybody's blogs, everybody's downloading lead magnets. I'd probably download about 20 a week. Oh, uh, wow. with a free You're like, I, I was in consumption mode because it's always like you have to educate yourself, right? So yeah. I was educating yeah. myself to the hilt. The problem was that I knew stuff about everything sort of like I tipped all the jigsaw bits out onto the table and I had all the jigsaw bits there but for the life of me could not get them together to make like everything work and make it look like the picture on the box
0: so yeah (laughs) and I know that we we had a little bit of a conversation before we were on the call and I think what we nutted out was that in a lot of courses, there's some sort of assumed knowledge. Can you share the, the fireplace analogy
1: that you shared with
0: me before we jumped on the call?
1: Yeah, so I've got a wood fire at home with a little combustion heater and I love it. And I've had it for about six years. And this is the first year that I have been able to get the fire started every single time. So, what I do is I put five bits of paper, scrunched up five bits of paper, then I put some kindling on top, a big log next to it, and then I light the fire. The fire lights, the kindling, the kindling lights, a log, and then I've got a nice raging fire, and this is all happening while I'm cooking tea. <laughs> and it's the the first year that I've been able to get it to work consistently every night. The thing that I realized is that when you do some sort of training, there's like, this is how you start a fire. You' scrunch up the paper, you put it in on the kindling, then you put the log in, and it's all good to go. The problem that I started to realize the penny sort of started to drop when, I go, well, hang on a minute, what sort of paper do I put in the fire? First mm-hmm. of all, I like to use newsprint and then and the, the, um, not the really big size papers, you know, the ridiculously yeah, hard yeah. ones that you can try to read on the um, bus, the, the smaller ones, scrunch up that and you can't put five bits together. They have to be separated. So, but anyway, so, it's, so you put that in, then there's certain sorts of kindling that I get from a certain supplier that works really well. It's the type of wood or how old it is or something I don't know and then the fire logs I get from another supplier that does it so if you're telling somebody how to make a fire and just go I put the paper the kindling and the log done that's all good and well but there's this huge assumed knowledge that they know where to get all of those things from to start it with so it's mm-hmm. like where do I get the paper from where do I get the kindling from where do I get the logs from how whereabouts do I light it and all the rest of it so if I was teaching somebody now how to light a fire I'd just say I just stick it all in and it works. Yeah. But if it doesn't work, how do I fix that and how do I rectify that because everybody else's fires are lighting and starting why isn't mine and it's like I've got I think that I've got the same things but it may look like I do but it may be just certain things that are slightly off and out of order or whatever.
0: Yeah. So there's only a certain type of person that can help you with that. The person that consistently light the fire every single time, not the person that read it in a book and just went, oh,
1: no, that's all we have to do, just put the five bits of paper, the (laughs) tweet, the log. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Or, or it may be the person who spent the last five winters trying to light their fire and working out the process for themselves so that then they can teach the process and all of that knowledge that they've had of all the times they've messed up or failed is really going to be helpful for getting you to get across the line. Because people will be able to see that go, oh, yeah, that bit's wrong or that bit's wrong. But if you haven't had that holistic experience of the whole process, then you're not going to be able to pick up those tiny little things that look the same but are a little bit different.
0: Yeah, and I thank you so much for sharing that story because it's something that I see a lot with people buying all the or doing all the different courses. It's like, oh, so, you know, someone said I need to do Facebook ads, so I'll do the Facebook ad course and I need to do webinars, so I'll do the webinar course and I need to, you know, I need to have a Facebook group, so I'll do the Facebook group course. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with all those things. And In actual fact, I do agree. We do need to have all those things. The problem is is that there's a lot of people that are putting those things into their business and going what is wrong with me? I can't get these yeah. to work. <laughs> and this, what we're talking about here is it's not your fault. It, totally. I mean, if, you're, if you're not implementing them, I'm going to, Oh, there is a caveat there. Like you do have to implement, <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you're implementing them and you're thinking far out, what is wrong with me? That we just wanted to talk about this today to say that there's some things that maybe you haven't been told or that you
1: don't know. It's also the order of proceedings too. Like, If you need to start a fire, you need matches, paper, kindling and a log. I might have worked out and nailed the log part of it, put that in the fire and it didn't work because I didn't have the things before it. Or I had a match and some paper and I put them in, but I didn't have anything to sustain the fire afterwards. Yeah. So it's like getting all the ducks in a row in the right order to make it all work. And then it's effortless because now when the fire's running, you just chuck a big log in every couple of hours and you stay warm for the whole entire time. Love yeah. it. Who doesn't want to stay warm? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who would have thought we could get that in depth with the fire?
0: <laughs> oh, I've had enough conversations to, with you to know that we could probably even go deeper, but we're not gone. <laughs> oh, that's Awesome. Uh, So you knew the things, you hadn't figured out why they weren't working. So you decided to to join Business Success Academy. I'd love you to share what changed straight away in the way that you were doing things in your business and the way you were thinking and what you then started to, to implement in your business and offer your community.
1: I think the first thing for me that I realized I was missing was I just had no base level. Like I was building a house on, I had all the bricks and the mortar, but I just didn't have any foundations and not even really being aware that I was missing them. Mm -hmm. So when we sort of talked about getting really clear on your message, it was just like, Ah, right. That I can now see how being super clear on the message and my target market flows out to everything else. So if mm. you're not really clear on a message, then all the webinars and the Facebook ads and the, everything else that you can do for business isn't going to have the same impact because it's not bedded down in something really solid.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I just want to add there, when, when we go through these processes, because this is another thing I, I see people saying, just get clear on your message cool, I know I need to get clear on my message, but what does that actually mean? And I think that that's that's another point, is that that I just tell you this is what you need to do. We go through the process, so I go, and this is how you do it. Yeah,
1: exactly. And um, the, the cool thing about working with you, Sam, is that everything we have to do, you've figured out over like however long you've been, how long, long you've been in business, is that 20 I've been years? in business
0: twenty, nearly 26 years now. So
1: you started when you were five or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was four. (laughs) Yeah, I've been doing this gig for a while. But you've also seen it in analog and digital, I think, which is really cool so that you can implement analog principles into the digital and how to actually build a really solid, strong, sustainable business Mm -hmm. as opposed to just, oh, this is how you do this little bit, but no idea how the rest of it works.
0: Yeah, well, lucky for me, I think if it could go wrong, I've done it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily lucky for you, but lucky for me yes. that you've done it wrong. Well, <laughs> let me just say, if it could go wrong, it's, all, it's I've done it. <laughs> I've ticked all the boxes. <laughs> yeah,
1: now I'm benefiting from all your mistakes. Right. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Oh, wow. (laughs) And that's not to say that I'm not making my own mistakes, but when I actually do make them and I'll just be like, oh, this is what's happened, it's a much more diagnostic process to go, okay, that's what the bit is that's wrong or that's the bit that needs to change, try doing this. Yeah,
0: which I love that you've even brought up because I'm a big believer if if we're not making mistakes weekly in our business, we're not playing big enough because it doesn't matter how much help you've got or how much support you've got, there's still going to be things that go wrong because you're learning something new. The difference is, is that then you've got me to turn to to go, oh, far out, this has happened, what happens next? But you actually have to make those mistakes for you to be able to understand where, you know, creating that next path of where you're going. And that I don't even like to call them mistakes. You know, I know that we talk about it every week in our Q&A calls that it's learnings,
1: right? Yeah. (laughs) And I think sometimes too is that I was just going to say about those weekly calls because sometimes your learnings, you think they're so catastrophic. (laughs) The problems or the learnings? Oh, the learnings. The learnings. (laughs) The learnings are just so catastrophic and you beat yourself up for a week and then you get on the call and you go, oh, actually that was really helpful because it's now got me to this next step. And so the weekly calls allow you to reflect and objectively look at your actions as opposed to just getting caught up in your head because you know when you work by yourself sometimes and that like, you're in that space and nobody around you really gets it your mind can just go off on a massive tangent and then you're down a big hole and you can't get out so <laughs> we
0: can't yeah and and it's lonely and Sometimes you feel like you can't tell anyone what you've done because you might feel a bit ashamed, yeah. even though it's all a perception and it's not really reality. Totally. It's a the story we're telling ourselves. But when you're in that story, it feels real and it can feel really awful and deep some days. So to have a community or to have an outlet where you can actually share those and start to feel good about yourself again. <laughs> How awesome is that?
1: <laughs> exactly. But even just having the format of, I know that I'm going to be asked what my learnings are because you're inviting the feedback it's not like I have to come up with the courage to say it makes sense Makes like, perfect sense yeah it's like you're gonna ask me so I can just say it I don't have to find an awkward pause in a conversation to go oh by the way this is really hard <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so the first step for
0: you to get back on track was to really go back and get the foundations in base the foundations yeah. that you didn't even necessarily weren't <laughs> even there or and also the foundations that you didn't really know how to build. So you built your foundations. Then you started yeah. to build the business. Can you tell us once you have built the foundations, what was the next step of taking your business in a whole in the right direction?
1: A lot of things. I think one of them is building a group or a following around my work. So I and have an a audience. an audience. Yeah. yeah, and that is in a number of different ways. So there's the whole how am I going to gather these people together? And then once I've gathered them, what am I going to share with them? So (laughs) it's how am I going to do that? And then what am I going to tell them? So it's the sort of the two prong approach. And I remember starting my Facebook group earlier in the year. And it's like when you drive a car for the first time, a manual, and you've got the car and the steering wheel and the gears and everything has to be so well thought about. And especially if you're driving a manual car, it's like you clunk and you grind through each of the gears every single time you're stop at the traffic lights. She's like, and it's really exhausting. And when you're doing that day in, day out, trying to get a new process in your business started, it's just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. And it takes up so much of your bandwidth, just focusing on changing the gears on a car. Or for me, it was just getting my Facebook group going that it felt like everything else was falling by the wayside. But I knew that the Facebook group was integral to getting space and creating that environment for where people can come and gather. So I was like, I knew it was important, but it was really, really hard to get it going. Mm-hmm. but then just recently it's like oh this is really easy now because all the posts get scheduled in the interaction starting to flow really easily there's a number of people coming in every week that are new members and it's like now when you sort of like you've learnt to drive and you can drive down the cut the freeway and you can have the music on and you can be eating a hamburger in one hand and I'm um, drinking water out of the other and steering with your knees and it just comes second week <laughs> <later>. like. <laughs> like or is that just me? Maybe it's just me. Oh, it,
0: I'm so jealous. I can't steal my car with my knees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like you can be talking on the phone and then keep an eye out for police and then no, I don't do that anymore, but I used to. So it's that, oh, now this Facebook group is just ticking over and happening. My bandwidth has now expanded again and I can get on to the next thing that's difficult, which is LinkedIn. But it's just that building it and integrating it, and keep going even though it seemed really, really hard at the time and the amount of times I was just ready to go, no, I'm done with this and now it's like I'm so glad I persisted because now I've got this beautiful Facebook group that's ticking along and bringing in business for me without a lot of effort on my behalf. I mean, like there's energy going into it, but it's not (laughs) hard work to do. Mm. Because
0: everything that we do that's in our business, if we haven't done it before successfully, is new and it's hard and it requires energy. It requires a huge, like, well, you said a bandwidth, you know, where you can only concentrate on that thing and you you can't actually cope with focusing in other areas because it's just like taking up so much brain power, I guess. How did you know (laughs) what to focus? Focus on in what order
1: to build it out. Oh, you told me. Like I, I have a lot of understanding around a lot of different parts in business like how to hire a VA and how to build systems and how to run Facebook ads and all the rest of it but that wasn't enough to have the knowledge, it was the implementation and so that's what I loved about the Business Success Academy. It's sort of like we're taking you through this path so I just went well I've got nothing to lose, I'm not getting the results that I want at the moment, I'm just going to trust in the process that you put together and then when you get a couple of runs on the board you're just like... Oh, Sam knows what she's doing. I'm just going to listen to Sam now. I don't like, I've delegated my thinking to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, not all of it, but the strategy part, she's she's taking care of for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: nice. <laughs> what would you say is the biggest tipping point for you to where you are now? Because, and, and the reason I ask this is obviously you knew all the things, Logically, you knew all the things you were implementing them. And I mean, I'm not sure if this is where you are, but I see it a lot. People trying things and it's not and it doesn't work. So they just try something else. And they're constantly in this cycle of just trying new things, but never getting anything to stick. So what was the, the key for you to get from that place to trusting yourself to keep going until something worked? Because, and I shared the, oh, I'm asking this because I know that there's been a couple of times where you're just like, I just cannot do this. So what was the change
1: in your mind to be able to see things through to the end? Yeah. So for me, it just, I don't know, it's this deep down desire or feeling that this is going to help people and this is really important and needs to come out to the world. So I think that's one of the things that just keeps driving me (laughs) to just keep getting up and trying and trying again and another keep learning and keep going. A couple of the things that are different with this program than what I've seen in the past. And maybe it's just me getting a bit cleverer and smarter about this isn't working. I need to do things slightly different, but having a 30 day plan has been a game changer for me because I always worked on 90 day plans or 12 month plans, And a lot can in the entrepreneur life and business mm. life, a lot can happen in three months and you can get incredibly distracted and incredibly off track. <laughs> in <three laughs> and also on the, a flip side to being distracted is that you can procrastinate and take a long time to get stuff done, right? So with a 90-day plan cycle, you're only checking in with your business four times a year. With a 30-day plan, you're checking in with it 12 times a year. And what's that saying about how many times you read your goals? The difference between millionaires and billionaires is how oh, many times they read yeah, your yeah. goals a day or something. It's like, oh, if I actually check in with what I'm meant to be doing every 30 days, it's a lot less time for me to forget what I was meant to be doing. (laughs) yeah
0: I love that and I know that and I hope you don't mind me sharing this but (laughs) coming onto the call it was actually only just this month's call and you had said to me oh last month was just like let's just pretend it didn't happen and then we sat down and we actually went through the numbers and you went oh actually I was only a couple of hundred dollars off my projections which if those projections had have been a couple of years ago you
1: wouldn't even got close exactly yeah so I was just like oh I didn't actually do as bad as I thought I did and that's that whole story thing that goes on in your head and if you don't catch up with that and check in with it it's like oh hang on a minute it's not as bad as I thought it was and that's something else I want to talk about Oh, just before we go on to that, I just yes. wanted to also say is that often programs have a time frame of how long things should take. So in the past, I've thought, well, I haven't got this many people in my Facebook group in this many weeks, or I haven't hit this number of money in this many weeks and stuff. And sort of thinking that that was how it was meant to happen, not realizing that that could be considered a guide for like how long it will take you to ingest the information, but it may not be how quickly you get those results and so just following things through to their entirety and actually implementing it and if it takes me a bit longer than how many weeks it says it should take it doesn't mean that it's not working it's just it's going a bit slower because there's so many other things going on in people's lives and so you have to take into consideration your own personal circumstances so i've got a little girl um so i am Quite heavy on the mum side of things, so I don't have all day to um, to work in my business. I don't have weekends. I don't like. I sort of have to manage around school holidays. So things are going to take a little bit longer for me. And just giving myself permission that that's okay, and I can take as long as it needs to, as long as it gets done.
0: Which actually was what we were going to talk about. So <laughs> you can tell that we're on the same wavelength here, because I. <laughs> You know, we do, within the the community, we do check in with certain key performance indicators. I'm a big believer in we don't leave things to accidenti, that when you actually peel back the curtains and have a look and, and learn to do that consistently, then those numbers actually aren't as scary as what you think they are. Now, we were, again, chatting just before the call and using those guides of this is where you could be. I remember you saying to me in the first 30 days, oh, Wow, I only made $6,000. And I was like, hey, a year ago, if you had have told me that for the very first month ever you did $6,000, you would have thought that was great. But you were beating yourself up about that. And I hope you don't mind me sharing that story because it's so, so <laughs> important. Like, if you're making no money in your business today and you could have $6,000 in a couple of weeks, would you be happy? Yeah, you were yeah. beating yourself up about that. Can you, so can you share more about well, that?
1: Yeah, I was aiming for $10,000 that month. Yeah. And so for a $6,000 month, that was a $4,000 failure in my eyes. Yes. And so is that, was I looking, which part was I looking at? Because I thought that I should get $10,000 and I only got $6,000 as opposed to, I got $6,000, I'm pretty happy with that. So getting really clear on the expectations and the results and like, it's good to have goals, but it's also good to just be realistic with just like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. So, and it's stuff like with my CRM, I've been trying to boost the numbers in my database this year and I've been trying to boost the numbers in my Facebook group. And I thought they should be going up by a certain amount each month because, I don't know, I just plucked a figure out of the air, whatever. (laughs) But what I've noticed is that because I just consistently keep showing up and doing things and also from the calls measuring the right numbers, I'm now seeing all those numbers going up in a pretty consistent curve and that's a really lovely thing to see. So where before I would be like getting dejected and it's like, oh, it's not working, I'm just going to stop doing that and go down to the next thing that will fix it because this one's clearly not working. Mm -hmm. Now I can see that that consistency and putting in that effort is making everything rise and you just go, ah, now I get it. And so a lot of that trust has been rebuilt in the learning process that where I was learning a whole heap of stuff and it wasn't giving results, it's like trust the process and keep working it until you see the results mm. and learning that patience of patience and consistency and then to see it actually coming out. It's just like, oh,
0: yay! <laughs> yeah, because we all love to hear the stories and they are super inspiring and these stories are around of someone cracking at one month and doing their first six-figure launch from no list and no Facebook group. They do exist. They are true, but they're yeah. one in something billion and for the rest of the rest of us that have consistently been working and seeing 10 to 20 percent growth on all of our key performance indicators every single month, then like this is a story that we want to share as well. You don't need, you know, don't yeah. beat yourself up if you don't do a six figure launch next week. But what if in six months time you would you could show that you're consistently growing your numbers twenty percent each month from now till six months, what would that look like? What would your figures look like? How different would they be? And when you totally. think about it, how quick does six months go? And then what does it totally. look like in 12 months? And so that's what we're talking about. We're talking about playing the long game. And there is people along the way, like I said, that do the the crazy things, but don't beat yourself up if you're not. And
1: yeah, yeah you know, and it's that awareness of the perfect storm for a lot of those things as well. So and what we are talking about before about that assumed knowledge, like somebody might launch a product at exactly the right time when something's happening in the media that just ignites it and it goes or it's solving a particular problem that happened because of something else. So the need for their product wasn't manufactured by them, it was manufactured by an outside source that then made that course or program go crazy or they had the right, met the right person with the right database. So everything sort of just all fell into place and all clicked.
0: Or they started a new um, business off the back of eight years of failed businesses. So <clears> it's not the story's not quite an yeah. overnight like success. <laughs> you know? It's not that it, there's it's not a lie. Yeah. It's just the way that the story's been told. If you don't have yeah. all the the knowledge, don't beat yourself up.
1: Exactly. And it's like um uh Hannah Gadsby uh had released a big Netflix special this year. Um, she's an Australian comedian, and I like comedians because um, I've got a background in comedy. But she um, has been doing consistently showing up in doing comedy shows for ten years. Recorded her um, Netflix special last November. The Me Too movement happened in between times, so between her recording the thing and then the Me Too movement and the awareness around the topics that she was talking in her in her comedy show, and then the release date meant that it all just all came together really beautifully and took off. And so yeah. um, for being an unknown in America to hosting, uh, to presenting an award in the Emmys in the space of three months, looks like this phenomenal growth. But it's that all the things that she consistently did in the lead up to that with a bit of perfect storm mm. got her the results that she got. So yeah, it's, yeah. um, and that's a beautiful test case to show, but it's also, you can still get the benefits of being in business without having that huge skyrocket to, to a, a level as well. Yeah. Yep. You, you can still have it, you can still do it and benefit from it even yep. if you don't go sky high straight away. Yeah, totally.
0: So what I'm hearing were the specific places or the specific pivot points for you was number one, getting, getting your foundations set and actually understanding yep what to set and how to set them number two was doing the things in the right order yeah i heard in there number three is being very aware of what your life needs to look like it's not something you specifically touched on but you know being a mom is really important to you so you needed to make sure that your business worked around that not trying to get your business to jam into a life and and have it not work and number four was consistency so really paying attention to your numbers and understanding that it's that consistency to growth and yeah. not not just in what you were doing but changing your mindset along the way of what's possible
1: yeah totally and i think um number 5 i'd like to add a fifth point is reflection or um checking in so like when you're being consistent it's like what like actually going more regularly to your numbers and going how do they look, what's going on, what am I trying to achieve and checking in and that's why the calls are so helpful on a weekly basis to do that.
0: Love it. Mm. So what would what would your advice be for others looking to create their ideal lifestyle business?
1: Is getting really clear on what you're aiming for, like what you're trying to achieve and then looking for somebody who is doing that In a way that you want to do it. So there's so many people out there with so much wonderful advice. You don't have to take the first one. It's, it's really getting a marriage, like it's getting a marriage between the information and the style that they deliver with a background that they've come through that will possibly, they will understand what your challenges are. So just getting really clear on how they've been able to do it for their business, what their values are, are your values aligned, and then is that actually going to give you what you want? Totally. Love it.
0: So at the beginning of the call, I was telling everyone about how much of a genius you are. <laughs> I would lo- and we can't leave without giving them the goal. Can you share with us how people can stay connected with you and to learn more about what you do and how you could possibly help.
1: Sure. So, my, uh, this is one of the things that I think I got from you as well, Sam, is that, so my website is katebird.com mm-hmm. and then all my social handles are Kate Burr, D-O-T, com. So, katebird.com. So that I can just have one thing that I can tell everybody about and everyone can find me. So, just look up com, and I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook and website and occasionally on Instagram I'm that's one of my things that's the next thing to pick up with the bandwidth but <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn and Facebook are the most consistent ones for me at the moment yeah and I think uh there's maybe even YouTube with Kate as well so yes. and you've got a fabulous Facebook group called Funny on Purpose yeah, funny on purpose. So it's um, how to be funny consistently, like deliberately funny and also funny with a message front and centre because it's no point being hilarious if you don't get your message across. So it's like what's the purpose of being funny? So, Love it. Love it. Nice little play on words there. But <laughs> 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 So it's, it's lots, lots of tips come through there um, and a lot, we have a lot of fun in there as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Kate, thanks so much for joining us today and for sharing your story. I know that there's a lot of people that you've just inspired to keep going and to maybe change up what they're doing so that they have more confidence to get their business up and running because I believe that we're all here to make an impact on the world and to influence people in a positive way. And it breaks my heart when people just can't get it to work and they give up because, you know... They, they have to get their message out because there's so many people that are waiting to be helped uh, by us and to be served by us. So Hardly. thanks so much for sharing your, your story and
1: for coming on the show today. Thank you very much and uh, um, thank you very much for everyone for listening. It's been great.
0: <laughs> are you ready to say yes to creating a thriving freedom business in 2019? I'm talking about the kind of business that gives you the income that allows you the freedom to create a life you love while creating a global impact. If that's you, the doors to Business Success Academy are about to open. Head to SamanthaRiley.global/success to be the first to be notified when the doors are open.